0: Welcome to Five Guys and the Bible, a weekly podcast where five guys from around the country dig deep into the scriptures and talk about how it relates to life.
1: Thanks for listening, and always be blessed. All right, and uh, good evening to everyone. Um, uh, It's good to be here. Yeah, so we've got uh, myself, Danny, and the Critter as his name says here. Um, uh, it's pretty are, accurate. It is, or as known as the second most likable so, uh because we all know. <laughs>
0: he is my second favorite crittident. Actually, probably more like my third or fourth after his kids. I mean, yeah,
1: even though I haven't met them yet, they probably, they probably do fall in line. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm glad that, Uh, We're here, as you can see, we are minus two. Uh, So we're going to really take this podcast into multiple parts. Uh, We'll talk here and then we're going to come back and finish the podcast because we want to really get in the perspective that John and Arthur can really bring in and all that and some other ones. But uh, we're going to be talking about depression uh, because it is a big thing, uh, especially with the craziness that's been going on uh, and well, not just like depression has so many different levels, so many different, I guess, spectrum of however they call it now, from uh, low grade all the way to like, you know, full blown PTSD or, you know, bi- bipolar. And uh, just really, we're just going to talk about our own current experiences, what we've been through, things that have helped us out. Uh, we have some uh, stats to go forward, but. Uh, We really just want to know that it is something that as Christians, we're going to go through and uh, we shouldn't necessarily feel bad that we're going through depression Uh, just because you're going through the battle and you're fighting it doesn't mean that God has left you. Right. So that's kind of the the big thing. And uh, but uh, to start off, though, we're going to open up with a word of prayer and uh, let's go. Lord jesus this time we are just thankful that we can gather and we can be here so uh we ask that uh, you increase we decrease that your words become our words and ask that you just open up hearts and minds to uh this topic Um uh, something that everyone will go through at one point in their lives and a lot of people are struggling right now and so lord we're just thankful for everything uh thankful for uh All the strength that you have provided for us. And these things we do ask in your, in your name, Lord, and amen. Amen. All right. So the other day I had posted on my own personal, uh, you know, accounts on Facebook and Instagram. I posted a picture of me when I was in Hawaii. I was smiling. I had the beach in the background, all all that other stuff. And uh, I said, this is the face of depression. Because it dawned on me sometime last week, actually probably be more like 10 days or so now that I'm depressed. Uh, And it came forth because in the uh, get news that another sailor from my last ship uh, had died. And in fact, in a span of a week Two sailors died one I didn't know and then another one I knew and he had committed suicide and that was the sixth death from either uh, since 2017 of someone either I've known or someone who from my last ship right of all the six of them I've known five of them Uh, three of them were really close to me and Uh, one of them was my mentor and one of them was someone who I kind of helped try to mentor. Uh, another one was just a sailor that, uh, I had worked with, you know, uh, that was two of them. And then it's just, and it's just something that bears down when we have to deal with death, right? It's so difficult. So let's couple that with, uh, changes just going on in the country within the last six months.
0: Hmm.
1: right (sighs) craziness staying at home you're stuck at home yeah 2020 all all the fun stuff right so like having to like stay at home and just not knowing what's going on not really knowing how work is and then lots and then i don't know i just i found myself uh not enjoying the things that i needed to enjoy uh man my coffee with carl has kind of just taken a nosedive because I found myself not enjoying it. And that's really what brought, I was like, man, I should be enjoying this. I'm reading God's word, I'm doing these things, but the joy wasn't there. And I'm like, why is the joy not there? And I just found, and just digging and just searching, I found that I had really not processed all of these deaths. Mm -hmm. I had, I really haven't had time because, you know, God gave me this name, Anchor. And that's how a lot of people view me. And when I left the ship and these people still died, people on the ship still were reaching out to me because that's how they viewed me as a spiritual anchor, so Mm -hmm. I was helping other people grieve, helping other people go through these things, but I never let myself go through that process. And I'm still going through that process and it's still a struggle um I've now that I know what's going on it's easier for me to kind of figure out I was like all right because I was like man I just really want to sleep like I don't want to do these things I don't want to do this like like um, uh, like my joy in the day was really just working out and I think because that's the endorphins whatever that just happened but I was finding no real joy in anything else um uh, but now I've been I kind of want to go over uh some verses so what helped me was going through isaiah so in our and i think it's awesome a bunch of us are doing the year in, in a bible um and we're in isaiah right now we're in the ending parts of isaiah that we've been going through and i read ahead but i love isaiah um, 16 and 17 uh sorry isaiah 54 verses 16 and 17 it starts out, Behold, I, I have created the smith who blows the fire of coals and produces a weapon for its purpose. I have also created the ravager to destroy. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall s- succeed, and you shall refute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication from me declares the Lord. So those verses just stuck in me, telling me that... This season I'm going through, these thoughts, this depression, all these things have no permanent hold on me, right? That's right. Because of God. And so I can rest in him. I can do that. And then chapter 55, I'm not really going to, it's 13 verses, but just quick. I love this because it's called the compassion of the Lord. So Isaiah 55 it says, come everyone who thirst, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which is not satisfied? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live. And i will make you with an everlasting covenant my steadfast sure love for david behold i made him a witness to the peoples a leader and commander for the peoples behold you shall call a nation that you do not know and a nation that did not know you shall run to shall run to you because of the lord your god of the holy one of israel for he has glorified you seek the lord while he may be found call upon him while he is near let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts And let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts, not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts and your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from the heaven, do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth, that... Such a powerful chapter. And when I read that man, I wept because God was speaking to me, like, especially the first part, he was like, all right, now that you know, what's coming on is like, come everyone who's thirst come to the waters, right? He was like, all right, you know, you're hurting, you know, you need rest, you know, need, need these things you've been helping other people so. Let me help you go through this. And I've been really just going through this process of trying to grieve in the Lord. I don't know if that makes sense, but to grieve, to think of, you know, what is going on and and, um, finding ways to output this negative energy, this negativeness that I had inside me. Um, and just giving it over to God. So that's kind of really what I've been going through. Like, I don't know how long the depression, I was going through this depression. I want to say it's a couple months. Uh, probably low grade for a while, but it really hit me hard these last couple of months. Uh, but within the last week or so, you know, I've been finding this freedom, this joy that Ephesians 55 is talking about. Okay. <laughs> And they're trying to find, and uh, it has helped. It it, yeah. it truly has helped. So, uh, man, I don't know, uh, Danny. I know you were looking up things about this as well too. So,
0: yeah. Well, I want to say first, you know, the veteran to veteran, or well, yeah. still a service member. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's it's easy, and I know this happens on the civilian side as well, but as soldiers, we are trained to, uh push down emotions and thoughts and feelings and complete a mission all right and and i think that's uh, when we're looking at soldiers and sailors and you know airmen and all that with suicide rates and depression and you know we had the 22 a day you know most people should know about this the the 22 push-ups a day and we do it for the 22 soldiers or uh, service members who commit suicide every day yeah And it's a real thing. Like that's not, you know, you say, oh, somebody just made that number up. No, that number is real. And it could change, you know, each year. Uh, But at the end of the day, the bottom line is people people do take their lives. And it's prevalent among service members because, I believe, of just that training we go through to not deal with emotions. And then when it, it gets to that point where your only option is to end it you know, in your head that's, you know, and and I can relate with that stuff, you know, you know, three tours and seeing some things. And, and I never really struggled with the depression part of it, you know, as far as the physical outpouring of depression, you know, the, you know, the, the mopiness or, or however you want to say it, just like being right. stuck in bed depression. Like I never really struggled with that. Um, well, and, and uh, me and my wife, we were at dinner or lunch the other day and it kind of hit me you know my my daughter wanted to know what, what were some of the hardest and scariest things you had done in the military and i just i never really thought about it before and you know training or, or combat wise or anything like that and um the my wife looked at me and, and i was like do y'all really want to know this stuff and she's like well you you never talked about it and i never asked
1: yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: and so it, it just kind of dawned on me that I've just been holding all these military experiences in. And uh, I see a comment from Dustin Abear 22 a day, the military has failed servicemen, all of us. Wow. That's a bold comment, Dustin. Um, and I can't say I don't disagree. I, I think they're trying to make.
1: Uh, they're trying to do it better up
0: for it uh you know unfortunately
1: i will say what they have now is better so like my uncle's a vietnam vet and he never oh went they a had worse. they yeah. had a they had a worse they were uh, soldiers aren't quite spit on uh, right there might be a section of the country that doesn't view it but in general I think they're out right. right there but yeah that like people coming back from Vietnam man they had it, oh, it was, and like and then like what do you think of like World War II like the greatest general a lot of them didn't talk about it either because what they went through like like some of the stuff oh, yeah. like I couldn't imagine um, like, like surviving D-Day or surviving like how do yeah. you tell someone about that and you, you let uh, Tom Hanks do it yeah, that's yeah. yeah, but but, it's, but nowadays things are so. You have reporters in the field. So Vietnam was the first time where they actually had people filming reporters in the field, right? Right. And I think that brought the horror of what war truly was.
0: It did, and and I I firmly believe yeah. the, the media is the reason. Yeah. The service members were treated as badly as they were. Yeah. Because war is war. It's not pretty. It's not. It's be, not. It's not know, like. Like, you will go think- and build hospitals and schools and, and that, you know, all that during a war, you know, and, and that's, they want to paint this pretty picture, you know, and this is my own little soapbox rant about OEF and OIF and all that. uh But you know, the, the media want to show Americans go over there and, and they're, they're posting their, you know, Oh, we're building schools, we're building roads and they continue to, to ideas and all this blah, blah, blah. Hey, not saying that stuff didn't happen, but you're, you're not showing the war part of it. You know, you, you're you not painting that picture for America. We, man, I'm sorry. We did some stuff. And Dustin, you're right. Yeah. Um, You know,
1: but I do believe it is getting better. You know, because there's the thing that, you know, well, Bef- finish this and then we'll get kind of get back on top that's I,
0: a great topic yeah guy. you know we and and i feel bad for eric because he's just kind of
1: yeah but it's uh I'm a civilian. like I, I don't think civilians need to really know what is going on so like i no. remember like like So we did a lot of the ops of keeping the plane safe as they were doing their bombing runs, right? As they were mm-hmm. flying off the carrier doing the bombing runs, So we're keeping them safe. We're doing all all, all that kind of stuff. And we would, they would send us the videos of their of what they hit, right? Because we said, they're like, hey, you want to see oh, we the We called them video? kill cams. Yeah. yeah. So they had yeah. the IR videos. They had all that stuff. They would send it to us. And so we could see them. Sometimes mm-hmm. we could see them live. Like we could see like the drones that. You know, shot people like we could see all of this, and so, mm-hmm. like, you don't need to know, like. I don't know, like, like we don't need to know what goes on in Guantanamo Bay because you know what? As much as waterboarding's horrible, you know what? Waterboarding probably saved lives. Yes, I agree. I'm just, it's I'm just, I'm just saying we don't need to know, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> we can go into seer school now. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no
1: it's, it's okay. But, but, yeah. but because of some of the things that we've seen and we're told to compartmentalize.
0: Well, we're trained to do that. And his, his next comment is absolutely
1: yeah. right there. Yeah. They don't teach us how to
0: turn that switch off. They're you trying know, they, to. They teach, they teach us how to write a resume. They teach us how to apply yep. for jobs online. And
1: uh, we'll say,
0: that out, you know, and
1: yeah. I will there, say there the, never
0: really how to become a civilian class.
1: Yeah, the stigma yeah. of saying you need help has oh yeah yeah you don't do really that. gone away now yeah you see now where like uh, at least on the navy side right um there is so you see it some especially within the spec ops community uh or like so swick seal or i would say kind of like our riverine brothers the brown water navy those guys in the, in the pc boats and like all that stuff they've um uh, the stigma is going away. They're saying, go seek help because we need you at full capacity.
0: Well, yeah, it's turned into a different type of soldier or sailor. Now. And Matthew says, I I hate compartmentalization. It builds mental health problems. And you're right. And this is some of the stats I want to talk about is, you know, this is what it does when you have to compartmentalize your feelings. And sometimes there's a need for it. I just want to say that too. There is a need to own task, right? When you're, Like, Eric, you know, you said earlier, you got a lot to go back to, you know, to work. And, hey, at some point you guys, you know, compartmentalize that feeling of anger or whatever and get the the job done, you know. So it says, you know, these are real quick stats, but – and some of them are a little older. Depression is the cause of over two-thirds of the 30,000 reported suicides in the U.S. each year. And that was based on a study done in 1999 – the American Society on Aging, for every two homicides committed in the U.S., there are three suicides. The suicide rate for older adults is more than 50% higher than the rate for the nation as a whole. Up to two-thirds of older adult suicides are attributed to untreated or misdiagnosed depression. In 2002, the Handbook of Depression the lifetime risk of suicide among patients with untreated depressive disorder is nearly 20%. That's people not seeking help and I do believe that's a large you know, and then the, the, I have no stats to back this up but people not seeking help is usually you know your your men your 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 warriors your soldiers your sailors your airmen your suicide was a second leading cause of death among individuals between the age of 10 Let that sink in for a minute. 10 year old suicide and 34, and the fourth leading cause of death among individuals between the ages of 35 and 54. From 2001 to through 2017, for the total population, the total suicide rate increased 31% from 10.7 to 14 per 100,000 people. So out of 100,000 people, 14. Would commit suicide, and it increased 31% from 2001 to 2017, which is war. 9/11 happened, you know. I mean, it's just a lot going on there, and that's just depression and suicide stats. There's a lot of other stats that go with depression, but uh, man, you know, it's just like Carl said earlier. You know, we got We got to focus on God. You know because we, and the thing is is when you're going through something, you know you realize you're going through something, you know, like Carl yep. had that you said you had that realization like something is off yeah and and brothers as we as Christians we uh, we know that we have to turn to God and regain our focus, and when we do that it doesn't magically go away you know we talked about it earlier you know when when god opens these doors and paths for you you know and all that hey the story's not over you know we got to put the work in you know to 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 fulfill god's plan for us so yeah. to
1: speak so, so I want to, so for some of the people on YouTube, I want to kind of show some of these comments, but there's this great conversation going on on the Facebook. Oh, they are, yeah, so, yeah, So, you know, Matthew, so I know Matthew, we were on Ramage together. So he knows exactly what I was talking about with since 2017, all the suicides that we've had on the ship. Mm-hmm. So he, he was there, I believe the full time I was there as well. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, Hey, Compartmentalized, you know because it builds uh mental health problems and then you know dustin it's like hey we don't know how to talk about it right uh this yep. seeking help was like a sign of weakness um and then we have uh you know matthew's talking about how he's, a, he's a, a gunner's mate at our a school uh and so, and he says, uh, he said, some of the counseling's I hear of our sailors is to compartmentalize. I've been involved in mental health since 13. And it goes against our job as a chief. But I talk to these kids and tell them I'm not ashamed of the help I sought. And I think that's how we need to get rid of the stigma. And so, and then uh, Dustin was just like, it's higher in men. And I think it goes back to being afraid to embarrass to seek help. And it's true. There's actually a stat that says, yeah.
0: uh, uh, let's see. Well, when we're talking about Depression. Depression yeah. is more prevalent in women, actually. Suicide is more prevalent
1: in men. in men. Because I think how we kind of hold it in. and Yeah. So when I wrote my post about that I was, this is the face of depression, man, it took me, I had to fight like. I was going. Do I do it? Do I not do it? Like, am I? Uh, because I was just like, I'm not doing it to seek attention. I'm not doing it to seek. I was like, but I wanted to bring awareness. I want people because so many people are always just like, oh, Carl. Like you're always smart, Carl. You're always. Uh, things got to be good because you're doing this, you're doing that. You know, um, uh, you know, you, you know, within this last year, you just got promoted, and then you know, wife got promoted, and you have other things, and there was a lot of good. But man, I was just. Sucking dry like mm-hmm. i just was stuck and so that's why i made the pose because i think if we come forward and we talk about the things that we deal with yep and it helps take away that stigma
0: well it's kind of like when you're a kid in class yeah. and you know you're you finally are brave enough to raise your hand and ask that question or someone else does and you're like oh i had the same exact question right you know i mean that's what this does and and we see it as evidence with dustin and matthew in the chats is you know it sparks this conversation that needs to happen among men
1: you know yeah. Yeah, so eric chime in buddy you're 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 muted no, right. We are with us. There. we're not professionals. So.
0: No. no, no, we hired the professional.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, that's why he's not here tonight, huh? <laughs> well, here's here's something that you know, and Danny, you pointed this out. You pointed out that women are more likely than men to experience depression. Um, I found some interesting stuff on the American Psychiatric Association uh, website regarding depression, and uh, it says. Uh, depression affects an estimated one out of 15 adults in any given year. So that's roughly 6.7% in one year. One of the things that I didn't know, and that's just, you know, that's just me, is what classifies as depression. And it's really interesting. They've got a really good write-up here on the uh, American Psychiatric Association page. Uh, Depression is a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, and how you act. Depression causes feelings of sadness and or a loss of interest in activities once enjoyed. It can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems and can decrease a person's ability to function at work and at home that's you know that's some that's some pretty good you know generic information but let's talk about some for those for those of you who are watching this live or or maybe catching this on a replay i don't think people really understand on a on a large scale what depression is they can look at something and think it's depression and a lot of times depression and sadness and grief um kind of have some of the same symptomology, but let's, you know, this was educational for me. So, you know, maybe this will help some, some of, some of our viewers out to really understand what some of the symptoms of depression is. Feeling sad or having a depressed move, mood, loss of interest or pleasure in activities once enjoyed, changes in appetite, weight loss or gain unrelated to dieting, trouble sleeping, sleeping too much loss of energy or increased fatigue increase in purposeless physical activity activity like what you know hand wringing pacing um things like that slowed movements and speech feeling worthless or guilty all the time difficulty thinking concentrating or making decisions and thoughts of death or suicide Now, these are some common symptoms of depression and clinically, now, of course, I said clinically here because it says symptoms must last for at least two weeks for a diagnosis of depression. But that doesn't mean that you can't be experiencing a bout of depression. Um, You know, I'll go a little, you know, in a little story, personal story. Um, I've been married almost 17 years. And, you know, my wife, I I love her. She's the best thing that's ever happened to me. But there has been times in our marriage where she has gone through bouts of depression. Um, A couple of those times are directly related to postpartum. Um, but there's been some other times when she's just been off and, you know, she's exhibited several of these symptoms of depression and, you know, I don't think that, I don't think we as, as Christians have really learned to see this and, and and see it for what it is. Um, and we're, and, and the church is slowly coming along to get to where they can actually cope with and help people with, um, going through these bouts of depression, Danny, you said it best, you know, we've got to, we've got to turn to God, but when that's the only, only advice or help that we can give to somebody who's going through depression, like our service members. Yeah. People
0: don't want to hear turn to God.
2: Yeah, people people don't want to hear turn to God. And they they may be, you know, they may be Christian, but there are times when, you know, turn to God, that's the last thing that you want to hear because you know, you may not know me from uh from Adam, and I may have been praying and praying and praying and I just I just haven't been able to, you know, to break through that depressive atmosphere and that depressive you know cloud that is hanging over my head so and granted i can i can say that you know i have never experienced the uh, depression uh that many of our servicemen and women have have gone through the ptsd as well um and i can't imagine some of the horrific things that have been seen and, you know, for those who have, who have, you know, even committed suicide um, because that, because there was, there was, you know, there was no way out or, or there was maybe the thought of, of being weak. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, and that's, for, for civilians or military personnel depression is depression um you know uh matt you you, you put it up here um that you, you know matt said your depression and our depression is no different and that's a very good point depression is the same um to to you know honestly to to a degree because you guys have in the military have seen a lot hairier stuff than I than I ever want to see in my in my life but one of the things that I want to encourage you and this is not the you know this is not the turn to god and I think you know I think Danny and Carl both covered it really well it's not weak to ask for help i mean i
0: think it's actually stronger
2: it it well it is and if you and if you look at it when when you get when when you guys um especially the uh you 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 service men and women when you guys go out on a mission you're not solo you have a team of people you have help you're not going through the mission alone so and it takes and it takes a it takes a strike team of specifically trained individuals at certain positions to be successful and that's no that's no different than real life regular life civilian life it takes a team of specially trained people that work together to get a job done and when one of us and, and, and when and when one of us is weak or when one of us falls it's you know, it is incumbent upon people like Carl and people like Danny to to you know, when I'm weak, it's their responsibility in Christ to come and pick me up, and you know, and and figuratively carry me um, to the point where I I regain the strength and I'm able to 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 walk and I'm able to get back in the fight. So. So, you know, this, this stigma, which is, you know, which is hopefully getting better and better as, as, you know, as the time goes by, there's, and I've been told this for the longest time, guys, since I was, you know, a teenager having problems in, in, uh, you know, geometry, there's no shame in your game for asking for help and help comes in many ways. And, you know, one of the biggest, one of the biggest things where I think help can really play in is through prayer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So oh, that's, that's because we have direct communication with
1: the one who's going to give us the best help. Yep. Exactly. But uh, I really want to get to, so Matthew posted a great question oh, here. Asked, yep, man So I'm going to get, get over to Dan, but Matthew was asking about, uh, Well, it says, you know, he he read a book about the, the new covenant and it brought a great idea of the thought to me. Christ challenges in the New Testament with love others that he did us. Is depression a lack of love on one side or the other? So I know Danny, he went to. So go ahead.
0: Well, you know, did you post it on the stream? Like I have to scroll back up to see it. I lost our chat in the restream thing.
1: Uh, Yeah, I had, I had posted what the question was, but
0: okay, I don't know I just want i I wanna <clears throat> oh maybe I went too far. sorry yeah, here we go uh <clears throat> Christ challenged us in the New Testament, love others as he did us, and his question is, is depression a lack of love on one side or the other? I think if you just look at Jesus' life right up until or well if you take it to when he was found guilty right by pilate you know the crowd is 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 shouting murder murder crucify him crucify him and you know pilate doesn't want to do it cuz he can't find no wrong in this man yep. right uh and so in in and if you look in John 19 uh I'm sorry 18 uh verse 38 you know what is truth pilate asked Then he went out again to the people and told them he is not guilty of any crime, but you have a custom of asking me to release one prisoner each year at Passover. Would you like me to release this king of the Jews? But they shouted back, no, not this man. We want Barabbas. And in parentheses, it says Barabbas was a revolutionary. Now just put yourself in Jesus's shoes at that very moment right what he must have felt before this he was Messiah or he is Messiah working miracles healing doing all these wonderful things and he's just pissing the Pharisees off right the Pharisees the Sadducees because they're he is living the word right he's living the Old Testament laws and they can't do it Right, because they they they're so legalistic in their viewpoint. But I I, I get off on a tangent. Just put yourself in his shoes at that point. And now here he is up for charges, to be crucified, and they want to let this revolutionary murderer go, you know, instead of him. Just uh, you see it in the courtrooms all the time on TV when you're guilty, Oh uh, uh, and they brought you know falling out yeah. and they're crying, and Jesus didn't do that. You know, and I heard it was said one time is um, God had to allow Jesus to take Barabbas' spot so Barabbas can be loved like Jesus, you know, and then Jesus to be loved by God as Barabbas. And we are that Barabbas, right, in essence, like every one of us is Barabbas, right? And Jesus took our place on that cross. so. I think to answer the question, is depression a lack of love on one side or the other? No, I don't think so. You know, you can be depressed and still fully in love and showing love, right, to others. You know, and and, I, and, and Jesus challenged us with that, love everyone that way. You know, I mean, Jesus went through floggings. He went through, you know, the personal torment, the torture, the humiliation, the all these things, and and finally be strung up on a cross. And the thief next to him, he loved him enough to say, you will be with me in heaven tonight. Yep. You know, so no, it's not a lack of love because, I mean, he was cut open. He was split. He was bleeding from the head. Uh, I don't recall if they stabbed him in the side just yet. Maybe they didn't because that was when it was finished. No,
1: that that was when he was hung yeah but he was flogged
0: (laughs) flogged. (laughs) i mean he was bleeding right he was cut open you know and he loved this man enough to say because i mean if that had been me who are you talking to right now like i'm going through my own stuff you know but jesus says you will be with me in heaven tonight that's just a powerful and image filled statement
1: you know, you know and to so to kind of go with that concept, Galatians six two we're called to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Well, what's the law of Christ? Well, the law of Christ is love, right The law of Christ is to love our neighbors is to love our enemies is to do it. So when it comes to love, uh, if there's any lack of love, when someone's depressed, it's from us, right because there's never going to be a lack of love from god Amen. right it's it's always going to be there uh galatians six two so sometimes the best way to get out of a funk is to so that's why I think I didn't realize I was in the funk I was in the depression was because I was constantly. Helping other people with their burdens, right? People were calling me, texting me, emailing me, saying, "Hey, man, so and so killed himself. Like, I'm having trouble with this. So and so died. Like, uh, like, hey, do you have a verse? Can you pray for me? Do you have something for me? Like in the middle of the night, it's like, damn. All right, uh, yeah, I do. All right, hold on. Let me let me find something. So that's Galatians six two. So there was. Uh, right, you know, I was I was helping, I was fulfilling. Eventually, I got to a point where things were so noisy, and I think with depression, and it comes, it's it's not really a lack of love. I just think that we get uh, so distracted, we stop hearing and stop noticing the love mm. that's around us. That's that's really what it is, and then all of a sudden we fall into despair, anxiety, all this other stuff because, um, you know, we're just listening to the news, right? We're just, we're just listening to what the world is telling us and we're not really hearing God. We're not, we're really hearing it. So I think of, eventually I just got to a point to where uh, I needed someone to take up my burden. It doesn't say one person carry the burdens. Right. It says many. Yeah. And so, and, and I wasn't necessarily reaching out to others. And saying, hey, I need help. I didn't get a phone call. I know. All right. I'm a horrible friend. Right? I get it. Um, But (laughs) we had talked about this earlier. I was like, I'm going to hunker down. And, you know, my wife calls it senior chief mode. Right? She's like, Mm -hmm. "That's, that's what you do. She's like, you just hunker down. And you just are going to get what needs to be done. But I get worn down and then eventually I can't help other people. So I think Galatians six two is how we need So it's, we help each other's burdens, but I have to be willing to help, to allow someone to take my burden as well, too. Uh, you know, it's, it, yeah, Matthew just said, it says one person will take all of our burdens. Christ did, right? Christ is the only person who can take all, all of our burdens we can't there's only so many burdens i can help out with Uh, until mine become ignored by me and then that just causes problems Uh, sometimes we have to know how to you know how to help out or is help out other people but then have someone take your yoke right Mm -hmm. come to me all who are wary right my yeah all the things so it's
0: biblically we I think have balance man
1: yeah, there, yeah. There, there's there's balance i the think it's biblically yeah. and so here's here's the best thing is about it is we have i think the question is a lot of people ask is is it okay to be a christian and depressed let's look at david dave read the psalms how many psalms was david depressed when he wrote those there's a handful. There's a bunch of them. Uh, there are some that where he's so angry. <laughs> right? His depression has led to straight out anger uh, when, when he gets to it. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, and I think that is something that, that is something I really want to focus on. And, and I really want to do that when we come back and have John and Arthur here is really look at David. Uh, I think we can look at Paul because Paul talks about it a lot too, uh, especially when he talks about the thorn in his side and mm-hmm. some other things that there are, we see, it, that's what I love about God's word is everything that we have gone through, have gone through, are going to go through, the the game plan is already listed out for us, right? Mm-hmm. The instruction manual is there uh so with that we are we are approaching our hour limit uh not our limit but we like to try to keep these right at an hour uh, and we have so much more man i want to yeah. dig into david, david i want to dig into to, to paul so we're going to con- uh and really matthew and dustin thank you guys that was just yeah, coming you. in that was just so awesome getting yeah. uh getting all that uh you're right peter right yeah the yeah, depression peter. and and you know,
0: um, yeah, he, yeah. You know?
1: there's there's That's a really bunch big. of them that I think we can really go into and study. So we're going to continue this next week. Um, uh, hopefully we'll have all five of us. Uh, we want to say, you know, Arthur's son is really, really sick. Or I don't know, really sick, but he's sick. So he couldn't be here, but he's taking care of them. And John, you know, we're going to uh, uh, couldn't make it either. So we just pray that, you know, they're fine, healthy. And that uh, next week we have all five of us and we can dig in more. Uh, Please, uh, you know, on our Facebook page, like us so you can see what we are doing. We're also on
0: YouTube.
1: Yeah, share this. We're also on YouTube. You can find it, Five Guys in the Bible. Uh, You know, uh, like, subscribe on YouTube so you can hear. Because not only do we do these, we also had throughout the week, we do (laughs) devotions. We do small things as well, too, um, to try to... Uh, fill people's weeks or the days with at least more positivity. Right? That's that's kind of our goal. Amen. <laughs> the,
0: and we're sick of watching yeah, the news.
1: Yeah. Amen. And yep. But uh, with that, um, uh, Eric, do you want to close us out in prayer?
2: Sure. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this evening that you have allowed us to gather together as brothers in Christ to talk about uh, this serious topic of of depression and. Father God, I just pray that, that, uh, the words you wanted spoken were spoken and they were out. God, I thank you for those viewers who came in live and chimed in, in the chat. And Lord, I just pray for each and every viewer, whether it's live or or after recording, I pray that you will speak to hearts and change lives through this podcast, Father God, and, uh, Lord, I just I, I just pray for anyone out there right now that is dealing with depression, Father. Lord, I just pray that you let your Spirit speak into their life. I pray that you send somebody, put somebody in that person's path, Father God, to minister hope through Jesus Christ. God, I just. Thank you for my brothers here, uh, Danny and Carl. We pray for Arthur's son. Uh, We pray for John right now, Father God. Lord, I just pray that you deliver a healing for Arthur's son. And Lord, that you bring all five of us back together next week as we continue to look into this topic of depression. And uh, Lord, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven we ask all these things in jesus name amen. amen amen all right
1: thank you again for joining us please share this like subscribe all that other fun stuff and don't uh, forget
2: to hit the bell on youtube because anytime we go live Bing. you get notified hit That's that right. bell. <laughs> all right see
1: you all and uh, again thank you guys for joining us and uh be blessed